Oh man, it's your boy DJ Academics. Welcome, 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 welcome. Crazy to think that both men that made this song, very classic song, came out in 2015. Thugger locked up. Rest in peace to trouble. This was classic thug. Classic thug. Y'all let me know if y'all agree with me, man. First of all, if you're a big Thugger fan, there was a Thug Golden Era. But before we get to that, we got to say rest in peace to trouble. Rest in peace to trouble. He came in crazy on this song. Listen to him. Hey. He killed this bridge. Whoa. Yo, welcome, welcome, people. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome. Uh, We're back in the building. It's another episode of Off the Record Podcast. Unfortunately, today we have to say rest in peace to Trouble. If you guys don't know, Trouble ain't the biggest artist in the world. You know, he's one of those I I like to call like mid-level artists. You know, he's had a hit. But, you know, um, you know, I've always wondered, and sometimes I think you probably also probably don't think about it. Maybe you wonder, like, what happens to rappers who ain't touring all the time, who ain't, you know, doing interviews all the time, who ain't in the studio all the time. What do they do? There's a bunch of rappers like this. Sometimes these guys, they're in between contract negotiations. They're in between projects. Sometimes they're waiting on uh, the label to pick up an option. Sometimes they're shelved or sometimes they're just waiting to catch one. Trouble was an artist that fit one of those things. Okay, I don't know which one because I don't know his situation um, all that well. But I know him from Thief of the Night and a couple other songs. Some of y'all might know him from having a song with Drake. Yes, he did have a song with Drake. He was affiliated with Ear Drummers. And pretty much, you know, he was pretty vocal on a lot of things when it came to Atlanta. Okay? Now, hopefully that's a, you know, a, a good summary of who he is. But unfortunately, yo, he passed away like a couple days ago. Crazy fucking story. You know, we first heard that. He got killed in his car, and we were thinking, like, what the hell? You know, I've, oftentimes people, like, you know, as soon as you hear somebody getting killed by gunfire in a car, we all start thinking, like, crazy things. And I seen Tax Stone tweet this out. It was like, yo, first thing rappers should buy is bulletproof vehicles. And I ain't going to lie, that's a very good idea, but how practical or how many rappers really do have bulletproof vehicles? So that's what we thought at first. But after we found out the truth, the truth is actually way more sinister. Okay, um, rapper Trouble, and and we actually have a report here. Rapper Trouble was apparently asleep at his sneaky Link's crib when her ex boyfriend. And by the way, let me put ex boyfriend in parentheses because I don't know if he was the ex at all. Okay, we're gonna get into some of the nuance of the details we we're reading because you know you gotta read between the lines. But apparently he was asleep at his sneaky links crib when the boyfriend or the ex-boyfriend of the woman broke into the house, start fighting her and trouble before shooting trouble and taking off. Okay. Now, first and foremost, uh the suspect is in custody. And um uh, I'll actually put up a picture of him in a little bit, but uh, the guy who is a suspect, his name is Jamichael Jones, and this is why, you know, I'm not one of them niggas who say, like, you know, like, pussy is the root of all evil. You know, some people say money's the root of all evil. Some people say pussy is the root of all evil. But I'm going to be honest with y'all, man. You've got to be very clear. Um, 
this was a senseless killing just straight over a woman. Okay? Now, I don't know if that woman lied. I don't know if that nigga was just in his feelings. Maybe he was just a spineless simp, as I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm assuming he is. But Jermichael Jones was a failed rapper. I got to give you some details about the guy because it would all make the story make sense. Jermichael Jones was a failed rapper. He was in a, his rap name was J. Mike. He was in like a group or something of the sort. Never panned out. There's old videos of him trying to make it, okay? Now, uh, as is often the case, and this is where we're going to read between the lines, he gets with the woman. The woman probably think, okay, this is going to be my guy. And let's be honest, man. These chicks ain't trying to date a fucking loser, okay? So, you know, a few chicks, and I won't say all, there's certain chicks they'll date on ambition, okay? They see you could go somewhere, you could blow up. They want to be there first, okay? The, the chick who usually is there first, usually they feel like they got more leverage and they could have more staying power or, you know, if anything, have a kid and just come out of it, right? Now, again, I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but we're going to have to talk through this because a lot of people are confused today, right? So, this woman is with trouble, okay? And, uh, well, no, 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 no. The woman, before she gets to be in trouble, she's with Jamichael. That's her guy for three years. He's a failed rapper, never made it. I've always said this, like I have this one friend. He got a kid. I think I've got two kids now. Beautiful girl, but he's still chasing the dream of like being like a football player. You know what I mean? Like he's like 32. He still wants to make it to the league. Now there has to be a time, and I've always said this. You know, a lot of times we talk about, um, yo, so-and-so might have talent or, yo, he has, you know, uh, the perspective of them making it. But at some point, it has to intersect with reality, okay? And sometimes reality is just saying, this ain't it. It ain't given, okay? I hate that fucking term, but <laughs> it is what it is. And essentially, I think over the three years, and by the way, they were together for three years. J. Mike, J. Michael Jones, and the woman was together for three years, living together for three years. And by the way, you know, my brother just, um, I feel like I be spilling all my family business on this podcast, but it is what it is. Yeah, my brother just finally bought a crib with his girl. And, you know, I was trying to give him some, you know, he's a hard-headed nigga. So, like, I can't give him, you know, like, advice because I'm the little brother. I'm the, the, the smallest of three or the youngest of three. And I'm like, I was trying to give him some tips because I've lived with a couple of girls. He's never lived with a girl. And now he's about to finally live with his girlfriend in a house that they're both buying. I was going to tell him a few little things he might want to look out for because things change when you live with a woman. And this is one of the reasons why I'm saying Jamichael, I don't believe he was an ex-boyfriend at all. Okay? When you live with a woman... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night... Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Things have escalated. I believe living with a woman is the intermediary step between what a woman thinks is going to get to, which is usually marriage and kids. And the on the opposite end is just casually dating. If you if you just dating a chick where y'all got to meet up or she got to come over or she don't got a key, she don't really have access to where you're at, 
Y'all casually dating, okay? It's different when you know every fucking day you wake up, that person's going to be right in that bed to the right of you or to the left of you. It gets different arguments, different entitlements. Also, when you live with someone, and we're going to get to this because it's very relevant to this case. When you live with someone for that long, even if they're a bum and they don't pay rent, they don't own it, they have some rights to the residence. So, big red flag number one. Um, Shorty basically was with this guy for three years, and she's fucking trouble, right? So she's having sex with trouble a week after she claims they broke up. Now, I don't really have to spell it out for y'all. If a woman lives with a nigga for three years, and that's her guy, and she moves on in a week, and have niggas coming over to the crib that she shared with her guy for three years and fucking her in that same bed that she shared with her guy for three years and getting so comfortable that that nigga is sleeping in the bed that she shared with her guy for three years, you know that's a devious bitch. Let's be clear and let's be honest. Now in reality, and this is where we got to read behind between the lines, she's going to tell the cops that's her ex. I've lived with a woman. After a couple years, the breakup is never after y'all say, okay, we're done for a week. Never. That's never the breakup. Let's be honest. It's never the breakup. And I'm not sitting here trying to encourage toxicity, but I'm trying to be realistic. When you live with someone, the breakup process is usually long and dragged out. And what I'm saying that to say is, shorty, if she gave a fuck about trouble, would have never had him in her apartment. Now, I do got some questions of why Trouble even went to the apartment. So many different places. And, you know, for people who do listen to this podcast, and I'm not saying you guys should look to me for, like, relationship advice, but I am, you know, I'm, I'm in the business of being cautious. I'm in the business of being cautious. And the business of being cautious when I meet a young woman, have I slipped sometimes? Yes. I made mistakes, yes. Have I learned lessons? A lot. First things first, bringing them to your house is a no-no. Now, granted, people who I've, I brought to my house, usually I'm taking phones, I'm like, we're shutting everything off, we're picking you up at a random location and driving you, but still, it's just too much anxiety. And that's the whole point of like having somebody come into your space, Right? So I'm going to assume, I have to make this assumption, that Trouble and this young woman just start fucking around. Right? Or another reason, and I don't want to get too much into this, maybe Trouble had a, had a shorty. This is also very popular too. If, if Trouble was living with a shorty, I don't know, maybe stepping out, Maybe he felt like, yo, I, since I'm going out to go get some shit that I shouldn't even be doing, maybe he's breaking certain rules and protocols he would normally do. Now, normally what most people should do, and this is if you use Tinder, Bumble, anything. What the fuck is Bumble, by the way? Whatever you use to, you know, attract women or talk to women, Instagram is probably the most popular dating platform, right? You got to start using a hotel. I've always said this, you know, there's certain dudes, like, there's a couple of my niggas, like, like, they, st they still, like, and, and, and granted, I'm, so I'm in my 30s now, but like 
one of my niggas is like in his 20s. And he's still bringing bitches to his mama's house. Yes, he still lives with his mom. And I don't say that as a bad thing because I think he's getting, he's getting on his feet. He got a job. He's getting on his feet. He's about to move out. But he's still bringing bitches to his mama's house. And, like, one day I was trying to, like, talk to him. And I'm berating him a little bit. I'm like, yo, bro, you shouldn't even be fucking these hoes if you can't even fucking afford a hotel. This EBT pimping that y'all got going on, this ain't the wave. This Section 8 playing y'all doing, that's not the wave. If y'all gonna take these chances, and by the way, if you use dating apps, you definitely gotta take precautions because these dating apps are lined up central. You fill out a profile, you show off all the things you got, you tell them how much you make, and then you bring them right to your spot, and they say, bingo, got you. Bring in the guys who will come take it. So you got to go to the hotel. But for whatever reason, trouble wasn't at the hotel. Now, now I'm going to use common sense here. She probably lied to him. She probably lied to him. Probably asked him, like, you live with anyone? Guaranteed, she probably said no. Guaranteed. Now, I'm going to assume it's this rather than the opposite, which is, you know, some dudes, and people won't admit it, some dudes have a fetish. And I don't even know if this goes into the homoerotic some dudes get off at the fact that they're fucking another man's girl. Like, it's just more exciting. And I think that's kind of a little bit, you know, like, you know, I think there's always an element of sex where, like, if you feel you're doing some shit you shouldn't be doing, it's, it's kind of, like, more exhilarating. But some dudes, they, they specialize in fucking other niggas' women. Now, I know what you might be saying. Nah, I, I, that probably is not even the case. We're just exploring anything it could be. We really don't know. One thing I'm going to say for sure, though, that's not her ex. 100% fucking sure that's not her ex-boyfriend. I will put a bet on it. That's not her ex-boyfriend. Are they on and off? Yes. Have they been on and off before? Yes. Has she kicked him out because she caught him cheating? Yes. Did she know he was a little bit crazy? Fuck yes. So... Here's where, and this is where we got to get into a little bit of the legalities of it, too. We're going to read this, okay? Um, put this on the screen for y'all. And this is from um, uh, Tori Cooper. Thank you for um, doing this great work. She said, uh, well, she got the documents that said, on June 5th, I responded to a homicide. This was the police uh, wrote up. And they said, I was informed by dispatch that the door to the apartment was forced open and a male was shot in the chest. And that the male victim was deceased. Upon arrival to the scene, I spoke with blah, blah. And she stated that Mr. Mariel, which is, which is trouble, was asleep in her bed, in her bedroom. She stated that she woke up to her ex-boyfriend punching her in the face. Then she stated that Mr. Jones, which is her ex-boyfriend or boyfriend, then began fighting with Mr. Or I'll just call the names trouble. And she stated she began to help trouble when uh, her ex-boyfriend or boyfriend pulled out a gun and shot Trouble and left the scene. She stated that she and, and her ex claimingly broke up approximately a week ago. And Mr. Jones were, uh, no, and he was in her vehicle somewhere in Clayton County. Okay, I guess he, like when he left the scene, he took her vehicle. Um, he explained that she and... Her ex were arguing with each other about him not having a job to pay the bills. 
Okay. I'm going to stop there. Because exactly what I'm telling y'all is what's going on. Dude's a failed rapper. Shorty is basically realized that all that, you know, you know, um, oh, yeah, he could make it big. Reality set in. This nigga's a fucking loser. And then she's trying to tell him, bro, you should get a job. Don't want to get a job. Now, what women do very well is women usually take their talents and usually looks and other attractive features about them, and they're going to get another viable candidate. She got the upgrade, the guy with the hit, the guy who's definitely more successful than her current boyfriend. When a woman starts complaining with you about you can't pay the bills, she's the closest she could be to cheating. There's certain responsibilities that traditionally women look at niggas for to say this is how a man should move, how a man should operate. And once you start lacking in those type of areas, she is already mentally fucking the nigga who ain't. So, and by the way, for a guy, this is probably the most damaging thing to your ego. Because essentially she's telling you you're not a man. How do I know that's still her boyfriend? She probably kicked that nigga out for like a week or two. Probably trying to like encourage him to get a job. Yeah, I'm not fucking with you no more. Like if they're arguing over just him getting a job, trust me, they're not done. Chicks like that, it takes way more than that. Like now I'm not going to say they're not going to be starting to like try to find the other nigga to move on with. But a lot of times women monkey branch in relationships some dudes do too i'm the type of nigga i'm gonna just hang in there until like i ride it to the wheels fall off you know what i mean like i see the check engine light i'm still going i see the gas thing pop up still going the tire pressure pop up still going the little water cooler thing still going until i see the fucking smoke come from the engine i ain't stopping you know what women do they can sense when they start getting slippery and you know what they're doing they're just trying to hold on in that relationship till they find the next nigga they start hanging out with their girls a little bit more. They start talking to their coworkers a little bit more. And women always secretly find a new nigga before the old nigga even realize what the fuck going on. So if you ask me, I think she was trying to, she trying to fuck with, she trying to fuck with trouble. Her old nigga can't pay the bills. Trouble got some bread. Now let me keep reading. The woman stated that her ex punched her in the nose and stated that she called 911, and when she called 911, Mr. Jones got out of the vehicle and fled the scene. Okay? Wait, what was this? Um, oh, they had, oh, they had broke up. I guess this was a week ago? Okay, they were arguing with each other. Okay, so he was abusive to her a week ago. Number one, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know he was going to spin back because she's saying to the cops, the nigga left with her vehicle. They're not broken up if you allow the nigga to still take your vehicle. You say he's a bum. You say it's over. Y'all were together for three years, but you let him dip a week ago in your car. You know he's coming back. And if you did not want him to come back, you would have called the cops. She ain't do none of them things. Okay? Uh... So, yeah, they were arguing. She's claiming that he was violent before. Um, he punched her in the nose. And then, basically, she called 911. 
And then uh, uh, he got the vehicle, fled the scene, blah, blah, whatever, whatever. He stated that she did not file a police report because he left. Listen, women, I pity women who are in abusive relationships and it's not to be taken very lightly. Because sometimes there's psychological factors that we cannot comprehend. And honestly, it is very terrifying that women, you know, um, sometimes feel they need a relationship that's deemed very abusive to them. But there are certain type of women who are just flat out protecting scumbags. This is why I find it hard to believe what she's saying. She said the relationship is over, but she still ain't calling the cops. The nigga's taking her car, still ain't calling the cops. Nigga punch her in the face, still ain't calling the cops. I have to believe she's protected him. Or she's not calling the cops on him because maybe they'll get back together. Um, let me keep reading. Uh, where am I at? Where am I at? She says she had not seen him since the incident, and he had not been back to the home since then. Well, that should be a red flag for her. If the nigga basically was taking your car, just beat you up, you didn't call the cops on him, there is no restraining order, there is nothing that's set in place that he could come back, and this is where the legalities of it's going to come in. And by the way, I'd imagine this guy's going to try to fight it, We'll see how much she's going to stand on her initial statements because at the end of the day, trouble is dead. So is she going to stand on those statements that's going to be be down to get justice for trouble or is she going to waver to basically let him be able to get in a position to get off? Now, let me break down some of these um, um, scenarios. When you live with someone in most states, whether they pay bills or not for over a certain time, they become entitled to um, residence, which means, um, like, for example, in New Jersey, you would have to go to the court. If they've, if they've stayed there, received mail for over 30 days, they are basically a tenant. Now, if they don't own it, if they're not paying rent or there's no agreement for rent, you could kick them out. But you have to go through the same process as if they were a legal tenant. This is the reason why squatting in certain places like Detroit is very popular. So here's the thing, and this is going to be very, very interesting. If that is the case, this wouldn't be a breaking and entering. I'm going to tell you why it matters if it's a breaking and entering. It matters if it's a breaking and entering because, you know, I was seeing theories getting flown out there that it might have been Trouble's gun. Now, if Trouble had the gun, right? Say someone broke in the house and Trouble had the gun, they confront Trouble and somehow start fighting and take the gun away from Trouble, you know, and then shoot him. And some, you know, some people are saying, well, he could try to go for self-defense, right? Like he didn't, he, he, didn't in, um, he didn't bring lethal force. And by the way, this is also going to matter with Georgia laws because, some of those laws, like in certain places, it don't matter if the person is approaching you with lethal force, you could use lethal force at any time. Like, you know, and this is Georgia. So Georgia, be on that stand your ground shit, which means all you got to do is have a fear. You have a fear some shit's going to go happen or you might die or something like that. Somebody break your house, you have a fear, you could get to blast it. In New Jersey, New York, 
a lot of these nor- northern eastern states, if somebody breaking a house, unless there is a tangible threat to your life, you can't really shoot them legally. It's kind of fucked up. There's like a whole thing about this. You know, I've studied it, you know, a lot. Um, it's called the Castle Doctrine, where, you know, this is like um, something that a lot of people are using to say, well, a man should have the right to defend the place that he's resided in. But again, this is why he's going to get fucked up because of this case. There could be an argument made that the guy who quote unquote broke in, that's his own residence. If he lived there for three years, just because he dipped for a week don't mean he don't still live there. Which means even if she changed the locks, if he kicked the door down, technically wouldn't be breaking in because he lives there. That's the interesting part about it. So if that's how the law interprets his residence, so there's gonna be, I know there's going to be mad motions about establishing residence. Because technically you can't break in your own place. So if he just, and by the way, th- th- this includes, and I've seen people like, I've seen, I've seen, you know, couples who live together and, and one person, they can't get in the house, they break the window. And the cops ain't going to lock the person up for breaking the window because you can't deny access to the other person. Only if you have a court order. So the, the broken window is like, well, y'all destroying your own shit. There's nothing, unless there was some violent shit between y'all, we can't, can't do that. So that's going to be very interesting in this case. It's going to be very interesting what's going to happen when trouble, uh, no, well, when it's interpreted where this guy lives. So did he break it or not? Right? Secondly, whose gun is it? Now, if he had the gun and he, and you know, that's why I'm saying her statement is going to matter. I'm pretty sure they always say this very popular thing. And this is why in a lot of situations where there's a gun involved, and by the way, they teach you if, if you're a legal gun owner and, you know, um, you're even using a weapon for self-protection, they're going to tell you, man, listen. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Dead man tells no tales. Which means trouble ain't going to show up to court to, to refute whatever you're going to say. So if y'all get in a situation, it's best if one person don't make it out that they don't make it to court to refute what you're going to say. Now, granted, there is a witness. That's what I'm saying. If she wavers, if her story turns out to be, well, it was his gun. Obviously, they're going to try to prove it. it was his gun before, right? They could be like, yo, oh, no, it was, it was Trouble's gun. The guy came in, Trouble upped it on him, which, by the way, the guy could be like, well, it's my house. Like, how are you, how are you a visitor in my house pulling a gun on me? We start scrapping. I take the gun because I, I, he's about to shoot me, so I shoot him. Then he dies. That's the way that nigga could beat the case, if you ask me. Now, if the guy brought the gun, and just shot him in cold blood is going to depend on what this woman's going to say. But keep in mind, it's the same woman who claims now she got her ass beat and a car stolen a week before and she didn't 
feel the need to make a police report. Remember that. Okay, let me keep reading. Um, yeah. Shorty said she was, uh, um, she and Mr. Jones, which is Jermichael Jones, was dating for three years and that they lived together at the residence. Okay, upon processing the scene, the front door of the apartment was forced open. Forced open. By the way, I, I've learned, I've learned um, the definition of this, and I'll give you a real quick story. Um, back in college, it's actually like a floating thing, right? You go on Twitter, whatever the case is, like there's like this floating like picture, and they're like, this academic mugshot. It's not even a mugshot. It's actually a picture of me in college, and it's a picture, it's actually my, my, my student ID picture, but the police had put out a flyer because they wanted to talk to me, me and my homie. Now, um, um, and by the way, I know I'm going on a tangent, but like I'm going to try to connect it. I'm trying to explain this force thing, right? So uh, apparently there was like a, this like epidemic or like, you know, wave of like computer thefts, laptop thefts uh, on campus um, in dorms, like in the summertime. They didn't know who it was, but they were trying to figure out what it was. Anyway, me and my homie, we didn't live on campus, but we were like selling tickets. We had like a party, like I ain't gonna lie, like we were like complete horn dogs, bro. Like, yo, we had a whole party series called Sexual Therapy. We we're at part four by that, by that time. So we had a, we were selling tickets for a, a party called Sexual Therapy Part Four. And by the way, just to tell you what type of time we were on, this was a party where we didn't play a lick of like hip hop. So we wouldn't play no drill, no fucking. No type of, it would just all be slow songs. And when I'm talking about slow songs, I ain't talking about the scissor slow songs. These are, nigga, I'm talking about some motherfucking bump and grind, some pretty Ricky, some can you tame me now, some black streets, some H-Town. Like, we getting it in straight up off the rip. Because we, we're in a college environment, and what used to happen is that when we play hip-hop, all the frat niggas would come in, and they start strolling and doing other things. And it would just basically just distract us from the main fucking goal of the night to get chicks into the mood of fucking. I'm sorry to tell you. Like, that's just what it was. You know what I mean? It's like, bro, we're having a party. Like, if girls are just sitting there watching, like, a step show, like, like they're not dancing. Like, this is like a fucking, like, you ever watch Pasa Pasa? Exactly. It's kind of shit like that, right? So, we're selling tickets to this shit. And, um, I, like, uh, one of our friends, I remember the Heat were, like, in the finals. or They were going in the playoffs at that time. I think maybe LeBron was on the Heat or something. And, um... We were watching, or we used to watch, like, the, the games at, like, one of our friends who was a girl um, at her spot, right? Anyway, um, she had a roommate. We were both cool with both of them. But her roommate had dipped for, like, a couple of weeks. Anyway, when we show up there that day, her roommate had just came back. Apparently, like, her father died in Jamaica, so she went to a funeral and then came back. Um, we walk in the building. Um, it's a building where, like, you know, to go upstairs, you need, like, something to swipe. So you can't really get around unless you have some type of card or permission, right? Uh, we see the girl who we norm normally fuck with. She's a, what do you call a resident assistant. And this is one of those things where, like, you know, people will just change the story just for self uh, survival as well. So in that particular situation, we see the girl, we're like, yo, what's up? She was on her way to a meeting for, like, you know, the the dorm. Like, all the RAs, the resident advisors, were going to go to a meeting. So we're like, yo, what's up? Like, yo, I thought we were about to watch a game. She's like, nah. She's like, yo, I got to do this meeting real quick. Yo, go upstairs. Yo, my roommate just came back, right? So she swipes us in the elevator. You can't get in the elevator without swiping it, right? We get in the elevator. We go upstairs, okay? 
get to the door, and it's me and my friend, right? Like, yo, like, we kind of call her name a little bit, right? Um, Which is the roommate's name. And me and my homie, like, we just open the door and go in, right? When we we walk in, it's kind of dark. My homie proceeds to where the room is because, like, he knows that we just heard that her friend says she's in the room. He walks in, and he walks in on her getting donkey fucked. Like, she's getting pulverized, pile drive, crazy. You feel me? Nigga got her nuts on on her chin, right? And, um, like, he kind of comes back out of the room a little startled. Like, and I'm looking at him like, yo, what happened? And then about, like, I don't know, like, 15 seconds, I guess she's, like, puts something over her. And she walks out. She's, like, shouting. She's like, why the fuck are you here, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's, it's really miscommunication, right? So one roommate sa- says, yo, my other roommate's upstairs. We're all cool, but, you know, the one girl is kind of embarrassed because you caught her during sex. She's like, why are you here? The other one says, yo, just go upstairs because right now I got to do this fucking meeting. And we're kind of like caught in a rock and a hard place because one, one said we're cool to come up. The other said we weren't, right? Anyway, we left. What ends up happening is that the chick who got caught having sex or whatever, right? Like, you know, she's telling the story or, or she's confronting her roommate, but her roommate's around the other, like, it's basically confronting a cop in front of other cops. You know, the cop got to do the cop thing now. So it was like, yo, how did they even get up here? So she's lying. She's like acting like she didn't even let us upstairs. She was like, wait, what? So the other people who are listening saying, yo, if they just went in your room, yo, we got we to gotta get the cops involved. Now, keep in mind, these are our friends. But like, it's one of those things where when, our, when people of our authority are around, no one wants to be like, bro, I know it's against the rules that we let them up without us being there. But like, bro, that's our homies, right? None of these chicks said a fucking word, right? Because they don't want to lose their job. Like, keep in mind, when you're a resident advisor, they pay for, like, mad shit for you, right? So it's like, yo, cool. Let me take this off the screen, too. It's like, all right, cool. Um, They get the cops involved. They put out this flyer because, like, this was, like, this is off-season pretty much at college. This is summertime. They're like, if you see these guys, tell them that they should be, they should come to public safety to come talk to the cops. Somebody sent me the fucking flyer. It says, like, yo, they were wanted to talk about burglary. I'm like, what the fuck? Anyway, like, I, I hit the dude up. I'm like, yo, bro, I, this shit looking crazy. Like, everybody on Twitter, Twitter was buzzing. And niggas is like, oh, shit, these niggas. Niggas saying all type of shit about us. We willingly go down to the public safety thing. And um, they get us some detective. And they're like, yo, they're trying to interview us. And we're like, like, like what, what's really going on here, right? Why did I even print out a flyer? So they were convinced we were the niggas who were stealing laptops. Remember I told you about that? They said, nah, yeah. they said, yo, someone reported that y'all went into an apartment without permission, blah, 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 blah. And we then tell them, yo, we, we did get permission, just not by the person that we uh, walked in on that was having sex. But they both own the residence. Like, it's one room, it's two roommates. So if one roommate says you could go upstairs, it's still permission, Right. They, the cops call the chick, the chick basically because if she lets somebody up without chaperoning them, she could lose her job. She denies it. She said, I ain't let them niggas up. So we basically, like, you know, this is without even a lawyer. Like, you know, now obviously we get a lawyer. But, like, this is without a lawyer. Like, we just start talking basic shit. It's just like, well, if she didn't let us upstairs, number one, there's security camera of us talking to her in the lobby, right? So, fine. She's saying she didn't let us upstairs. Who swiped for the elevator to come? Who swiped for the floor to be pressed? Clearly it's her, right? So she's not telling the truth. 
Um, they're still trying to get this burglary thing in. This is where the forced entry comes in. They send somebody out there to see if, um, because apparently with burglary, and, and I never knew this little fucking like you know like loophole, right? Like it's two different charges. If you leave your if you leave the the door to your open, well, if you leave the door to your house open and someone walks in and steals something, rather than if somebody kicks your door, kicks your locked door off the hinges and takes something. Two different charges, okay? One's actually forced entry, the other one's not forced entry. So anyway, they go check the door. Clearly, you know, there, um, there was no forced entry. We literally just walked inside, right? And then the last part of, you know, what they were trying to have as a case, they, we looked at them and we are like, we didn't take anything. I said, we had permission, People let us in the, in the thing. Yes, we yes we entered the room, but we didn't take a motherfucking thing, okay? Now, uh, pretty much it was one of those defeated type of things with the cops. The cops gave us, like, trespassing. That's what they said. They were like, well, you, you're you supposed to sign in at the, like, for you to legally be on property. You're supposed to sign in with the front desk, and you didn't do that. And I'm like, uh, whatever, man. I would just take it. Anyway, the point of me saying this is that this forced entry part of Trouble's case is going to be very interesting, right? And I'm talking about the case with J. Mike, right? J. Mike, you know, the guy who killed trouble, right? Because granted, if it's forced entry, you know, that's going to like compound whatever punishment he's facing. But if he, if his residence is there, like for example, if he has a license with that place being his residence, if he has proof to show that that was his residence for three years and up until last week, and there was no official type of communication to say that he wouldn't be back, I don't know if they could charge him with forced entry. So that's going to be super interesting. Regardless, I just think it's a sad situation. I think that there's a lot of lessons that have to be learned from this. Um, you know, it's kind of unfortunate. I'm sitting here and kind of like point and blame that could be levied at trouble, but Brother, like, you got to sneak it. Yo, I'm so terrified to sleep around women. And maybe because I've been, like, photographed a bunch of times, like, when I did try to sleep. There's mad pictures of me just sleeping. Like, you know what? I, well, listen, when I when I just went motherfucking, you know, Super Saiyan 6 in the pussy, nigga, like, I'm knocked the fuck out. And usually, when you're not around cloud chases, you think you could close your eyes for a second. Especially you're at a hotel, like, someone have to have the key to send third. But, um... Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I, I think, I think this is just a, I think this is a very interesting situation. I'll give y'all another story though. I've never told this one before, and this is this is why you have to be very careful when dealing with women. Very fucking careful when dealing with women. Right? There's this one. I linked with this one girl. And um, I think we were like maybe like two or three times. And she was actually trying to line me up. Real talk. I'll tell you how. So I linked with this chick. And everything was cool, but we didn't link for a while. And then she was mad thirsty to link. And she was mad thirsty to link, but she was mad thirsty to link on one particular day. It was like a Friday. I was like in the studio. I was recording like a song. And she was like, yo, let's link. And I'm like, well, I'm in the studio to this amount of time. She's like, nah, let's link today. I like... I don't care. We're linking today. I'm like, why she want to link so bad? Like, shit, we haven't linked in like two months. But whatever. Fuck it. You know what I mean? I'm like, maybe this bitch is just horny or whatever the case is. Right? Cool. Um, Like, she keep asking me, like, like she want to know times and shit like that. So I'm like, yo, bro, 
you, I don't know how long we might be in the studio. Okay, so you know, I told her, I said, "Yo, I'm gonna send you a car. Just come meet. Um, I'm gonna Uber you to the studio, and we could go for there, right? Because she want to know what hotel we gonna go, where we gonna go. She wanted to know all this, and I'm like, "Yo, just chill." Because she kept asking, like, "Where we gonna go?" And I'm like, "Bruh, like, I'm we gonna go whatever hotel is near to wherever I'm, I'm gonna be around, right?" So cool. She comes through. Um. At this time, I'm with one of my guys, you know, um, you know, one of the guys who have been with music. So we end up leaving the studio. We're coming back. We're back in Jersey now. We're in New York. We're back in Jersey. We get a fucking hotel, um, and it's a suite. And the reason why I got a suite is because it has a living room area. The guy who was helping with music, I was going to drop home anyway. I wasn't planning on staying there. I was going to probably just get a round or two rounds in whatever the case is. So my man's, he's kind of like in the living room area. The chick is kind of, you know, in the room with me. Now, I'm a, now there's two red flags. There's two red flags. And, and and this story gets a little graphic. I'm getting red flags along the way. First of all, she said, yo, is, yo, is your man just going to stay, like, in the living room? I'm like, yo, don't trip about it like, yo, bro, like, you don't have to bring him home. Like, she kind of wanted him to not be there. And, and, and I was like, nah, he good. Okay, here's the two red flags. So anyway, she's like, let's take shots. I'm like, oh, bet. I'm like, yo, you know me, I'm a drinker. Let's go. We're taking shots. We're taking shots. We're taking shots. All right, bet. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's, you know, so we start fucking. Two red flags while we fucking. First of all, like, nigga, I'm putting it work, nigga. I'm just beating it up. <laughs> nigga, I'm in this shit. I'm going crazy, nigga. I'm making monkey faces. I'm going, doing a doggy everything. Nigga, while I'm beating it up, like, she's like, a lot of times, like, she, she had her phone kind of, like, under the pillow. I don't even know. Like, I think it's because the only reason I allowed her to have her phone, I think I've been around her a few times, right? So I have a little more trust for her, right? And I knew she was kind of, like, recording or nothing like that. And we're at a hotel, so what you about to record, right? And it's like she was texting. I'm like, what type of bitch is, like, texting while I'm piping? Like, what the So I would just go harder. I'm taking it, like, mad. I'm taking it to the chest, like, yo, I'm going harder. I'm like, yo. Ain't no bitch by the... Yo, you ever see those videos where the chick is like yawning while she getting back? So I'm like, hell fucking, I ain't that type of guy. So I'm going harder. All right, bet, whatever, whatever. Anyway, like, like about like 20, 25 in, I'm like, yo, this shit start feeling gushy. I'm like, holy. I look down, nigga, I see blood. <laughs> Brother, the bitch is on her period, bro. I don't know if she was on period before or she got it or she just got her period while we were fucking. But two things just came to mind. Why is this bitch texting? Second of all, she's like, second of all, I'm like, why you want to link so bad today? If you, you're on your period, like, like, come on. Like, this shit don't make no sense to me. Anyway, um, whatever, whatever. I just stop. I'm like, oh my God, this is like, it just, it's just like an eyesore just seeing blood. I don't know. Some of y'all, this whole Yo, we yo a period don't stop nothing but a sentence. The the uh, what else y'all niggas be saying? What else y'all niggas be saying? Y'all niggas be like, oh yeah, I don't stop at red lights. All right, nigga, listen, man, I don't want to be at a crime scene. And plus, the blood, period blood smells so irony. I'm good. So anyway, stop. I kind of go to the bathroom, whatever, whatever. Um, she basically says, yo, yo, um, my brother's calling me. I got to take a call real quick. So I think she's you know because she puts clothes on real quick. I'm thinking she's stepping out of the room and she's in the living room now where my man's is at. She's, um, so, you know, I get myself together and I walk out into the next room and I ask my man, I said, well, where's she at? He said, oh, she stepped outside. I said, 
why should you step outside and talk to her brother? He was like, I don't know, nigga. So anyway, um, I look at it, and, 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 and this is going to sound crazy, but this is very true. Fortunately, I was doing a back-to-back. It was a doubleheader. So really, this was like a whore, bro. Like, so I was just trying to fuck her real quick and dip. I had another girl who was coming to link me, right? So I'm trying to fucking, so, so, so really, I'm, I already fucked this girl. I'm trying to get her out of there, right? Or I got to get rid of her to go link with this other girl, right? So I'm looking at my man's like, damn, she don't think I'm fucked up. Like if I just did, I'm like, where is she? It's like, no, she, she like stepped out for a second. I'm like, yo, I got another room in the same hotel. I've done this mad times. I got another room in the same hotel for another bitch. Like, bro. Yo, stay here and just like keep her company while I go check this other girl in. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run between the rooms. I've done that a lot. Trust me. Anyway, I walk outside um, the, 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 the room. And who do I see right outside the door? It's her. Um, to the left of like the door. So this is the door, right? To the left of the door, I see two niggas. But they're smaller than me. But, but it's two niggas. All black hoodies, and the hoodies are draped up and tied mad tight. Y'all, y'all know the look I'm talking about. It's over their face and tied mad tight, and they're both there. And it's kind of like it's kind of like she was talking to them, like but but like probably like real low, like like whispering type shit. So when I see her, I was about to say something. I see them, and I looked at both of them, sized them up, and immediately I went right. So there's the left. I went right, and the right was going to the lobby. I walk straight through the lobby. I go get in my car. Because I, I peeped I peep the situation. They ain't say nothing to me. And I didn't say nothing to them either. Straight to the car. I get in the car. I'm already like gassed up. I'm driving a little bit. Just, just that the car could be moving. I call my dude. I say, yo, bro. Yo, look outside the door. Shorty's outside the door. And she's outside the door with two niggas with hoodies on. Now, to this day, I never understood what happened. Like, I'm still trying to figure this out. My mans literally said he looked outside, he saw nobody. Okay? Now, when I had left, just because remember I told you I was going to check another girl in, I didn't want, I didn't want, um, oh, and by the way, the girl, the girl that was, the second girl I was going to check in, I told her, like, yo, 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 chill, yo, meet me somewhere else. Like, I didn't want her to stay there, right? Um... Before I left, I told my mans, yo, I'm going to leave my backpack here. The reason I'm going to leave my backpack here is just because I want, uh, um, I don't want her to think I dipped on her. I didn't know she was out, right outside the door. I don't want her to think I dipped on her. So you just watch my back. Anyway, I call him and say, yo, look outside. You're going to see blah, blah, blah. He looks outside. He says he sees no one. This fucking idiot. You know, and, and I, don't, I hate to call my nigga an idiot, but goddamn. He opens the door. I say, bro. I said, open it. Well, I did say open it. I said, open the door and like look in the hallway. They're going to be there, bro. I just saw them. He opens the door. He looks left, looks right. And I guess he walks down the hallway trying to like look to see like, who's act talking about? Now, I have no fucking idea. But somehow they slipped past this nigga. They got in the, they got in the room and they took my backpack and they dipped. You get me? Because so he had called me and said, yo, bro, I don't see nobody. I said, bro, all right. Whatever. I said, all right, yo, yo, go back to the room, grab my backpack, and I'm about to, I'm about to like swing back around and I'm gonna pick you up at this other entrance, okay? He goes back, he's like, bro, I don't see your backpack. I'm like, what do you mean you don't see my backpack? He's like, it's not here. I'm like, bro, 
I literally gave it to you. Like, you'll watch it because I don't want to stick the guy left. He said he can't find it. I'm like, what the fuck? By the way, the reason why I'm even telling this story, this fucking chick's an idiot. <laughs> she actually made, like, a video about it. She, she, she actually made a whole fucking video, like, explaining what the fuck she was trying to do. And this is what I'm trying to tell you how devious women are, right? So the video that she did, this is what she admitted, right? She admitted a few things. And by the way, I did call the cops. Um, the chick had left her purse there, but her purse had basically like, you know, like, I guess she, she was fucking scammers. Cards that really didn't have her name on it. She had no ID in there and was nothing of like, it was nothing that could even like really identify her or nothing like that, right? Okay. Anyway, the cops did process the shit, blah, blah, blah. Yo, so here's the important part. So, that, like, you know, I was keen on this. Like, my whole team is like, yo, we got to, you know, we ain't going to get into no devious shit, but we like, yo, this shit, this shit is, you know, too close for home. Let's, let's make sure we on our shit, right? We tracking her down, blah, blah, like, you know, whatever, whatever. But we not, we, we, you know, we not idiots. What ended up happening, Shorty makes a video on YouTube like a fucking moron. Pretty much just tells everything that went on. And when she tells what went on, she says, and listen to this, I kid you not. She says, yo, when I linked with this nigga, I linked with him that day because them niggas, I, I bragged to them niggas like, yo, yeah, I'm fucking with ACK. And they were like, wait, not academics. It was like, yeah, ACK. So she had told him like, yeah, I nigga came and picked me up in the G-Wagon, blah, blah. And one day I linked with her and she said that I had my backpack and I had like mad cash in there. And I usually don't bring a lot of cash, but maybe I was going to like, you know, I don't know, pay somebody. I don't know what the fuck, but, but she was like, she saw, she saw it and she didn't see it like with me showing her. She said, I, like went to the bathroom. She looked at it and it was like, she said it was 10 grand. She said she took, the, she took four, 400 out. So she didn't want to make it notice and just like put it back. So when she told her people that they were like, what? what? He got all this shit and he be wrong with mad cash. Nigga, we going to get this back. The niggas force her to, or not force her, like they come up with this thing like, yo, we could do it this day, right? Um, basically, what ended up happening, right? Uh, um, she links with me that day, and she said, remember when I said she was asking me to take shots? She said she watched online that if you want to get somebody super drunk and knock them out, and this is just like trigger warning, this is not, no, I want nobody to do this shit, but this is what she said she found online. If you put fucking... If you put Visine or some shit, like eye drops or some shit in alcohol, it's going to knock a nigga out. Now, fortunately, I'm a heavy fucking hitter when it comes to liquor. So she was, ta she was talking about, she says, this nigga takes one shot, two shot, three shot, four shot. And I'm checking the clock like, when this nigga supposed to pass out? Like, this nigga supposed to be done. Fortunately, I never passed out because clearly if I passed out, I would have awoken to some shit going on. Yeah, I get my, my drift. Because I think, and that's what the thing was, when a dude was texting her, the dude wanted to know when I was passed out. I never passed out. You get me? Also, my mans was there. That's why she kept saying, when he gonna leave? You feel me? So now, when the dudes get there, the dudes is trying to sum up the situation, like, wait, so... He's not sleeping like you're like, what the fuck? It's, you know, it's two of us, two of them. Like, what, what's going on now? This is one of the things by the grace of God. And I'm very happy that I reacted like this. When I seen them dudes, thank God they froze up. They didn't do nothing. They ain't say nothing. They didn't do nothing. 
And by the way, truthfully, they look like they were like 18, 19. But they ain't do nothing, they ain't say nothing. Which, you know, you, you could make the summation like, oh, no, they just came to, came to steal some shit while you were sleeping. Nah, nigga, I'm thinking about the worst. Good thing I left because that's why they were talking to Shorty outside. Like, yo, 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 nigga, did you, did you fucking put the shit in the alcohol? Why didn't you pass out? The point of that is that, you know, I move a little cautious already, but that taught, taught me a whole different lesson in terms of, bruh, look at what, this chick was planning, you link with her a couple of times. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't even think she would be on that type of time. But somebody in her ear, right, that she probably really fuck with, who really broke, is thinking, nah, let's get this nigga. I also say that to say, I'm looking at this chick too. I'm looking at this chick too. These situations happen. Women line niggas up. By the way, when they took the bag, I had no money in it. Um, did I have a, a card? No, I ain't, I ain't had no cards and nothing in it. I think I just probably had some bullshit. I ain't had nothing really of value in it, thank God. However, what that told me is like, dog, even at a hotel, which a man's there, you got to be careful. A chick literally tried to put something in my drink to get me to fall asleep. So if you're thinking about how devious just women and men could be, any story that starts with two people were arguing about money and then enter somebody who's a celebrity who has access to money, I'm thinking the lineup. I'm thinking the lineup. I'm thinking the obvious people. I'm sorry to tell y'all. By the way, also, um, when it comes to this particular case, it says on June 6th, the police said they obtained footage of the vehicle, um, um, Mr. Jones, so, so J. Mike, used to get in the apartment, and it took seven minutes for that whole thing to happen. He got there at 3.14, and he left the scene at 3.21. Apparently around 3.20 is when the shots were fired. He's been taken into custody. I'm going to just say we got to look out for this girl, too. This could be a lineup. This could be a setup. And this is what the, the sad thing about it is, too. One's dead. The other one's probably going to go to jail for a long time. And she's going to be still back in the streets popping pussy for two niggas who probably will get into it again. Very dangerous shit. Yo, dealing with women, I think, you know, you know, I, I have so much sympathy for women who are linking with niggas. And, um... When they're linking with niggas, like, they're thinking the worst. Like, yo, oh, this guy could do anything, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. Yo, I have so much sympathy and so much empathy for those women because in reality, like, they could be sitting ducks. You know, the, the, like, those women, it's very scary to date in 2022 where you're meeting people online. Sometimes you're having FaceTime calls, but you, like, you're not really meeting in group settings. You should probably meet in group settings Maybe a Dave and Buster's as corny as that might sound or some other place, a bowling alley. But again, these days, is we're in the link-up era. Yo, you trying to pop out to the crib? Yo, what's up? Yo, yo, pop. Yo, just meet me here. Pop out to the telly. You feel me? You know, like, yo, I got the telly. What's up? You coming through? So it is scary for women, but I think people don't think about the dangers that men got to go through. 
you link it with a chick, you don't know if she got a crazy baby daddy. That's one of the things, like, let me tell you this, man. I don't get into shit where people have crazy baby daddies. I, you know, I just told y'all uh, uh, on stream about, you know, I was thinking about working with Selena again. You know, she's locked up currently. You know, um, um, I've spoke to her, you know, sporadically in, in terms of, you know, sending messages through a mutual party. But, um, you know, I pray for her. Um, but when, when you really think about, I was going to do some work with her. And I'm still contemplating it, but like one thing that just turned me off, and, and if I don't, this probably will be the reason. She was in some toxic relationship with some guy who was abusive to her. He used to beat her ass in the club in front of the bouncers, and apparently he's a promoter or something like that. So nobody give a fuck. So just one of those type of things. Like people, go, oh, that's his bitch. Like let it rock. And that's enabling behavior, but it is what it is. So anyway, she did this. She did the podcast with me. When walking out to the parking lot, this is this is off the record. She did she did the shit in Miami. She went out to the parking lot. I guess she she and her man. And here's the funny thing. She said this is what she told me. Just like how this chick is saying, she said she had broken up with the nigga two days ago. Because when she was explaining, like nah nah, I'm like yo, bro, I don't know parts. She had toxicity. She said nah, I broke up with him two days ago. Well, if you broke up with him two days ago, why is he upset that you're doing a podcast with me? Dude came there, caught her in, in a um, parking lot by valet, beat her ass. Apparently, cops was called. You know, they dipped before, really, the cops or whatever, whatever. But the building, like, they don't want to be at liability for that type of shit happening on their property, so they banned Selena. We don't want to do, do that no more. They said, please, don't bring her back here. They warned the people that, that had the studio upstairs. That's one of them situations. I also think about situations like this, like, but like it's troubling. This nigga probably ain't got no smoke, no static. But this dude, you gonna have static with anybody who fucking his girl, or anybody you think fucking his girl, despite what his girl told him. So that's why I keep telling y'all when people say, "Oh, his ex, bruh, stop that ex shit." I tell you, Selena, look me in the face and say, "Yo, no, that's my ex, bruh." She she claimed he was like oh they're on and off man every like every three days he was being harassed allegedly. So it's just one of those things where like yo you know you pray for somebody like that, you know sometimes as a man, I know sometimes you want to be the person to step in and help. Nah, don't do that. Don't don't get killed over another man and his girl's situation. Even though we don't condone no abusive relationship, the most you can do is just call the police for them. And by the way, sometimes you might call the police, and shit. Shorty might just flip on you because she's not really trying to send him to jail. She's been taking and beating. She's been taking all that abuse. Same thing with this chick in this situation. She's been taking all that. She ain't been trying to send him to jail. So you come through. If you try to, if you try to step in, you try to defend her physically, he might kill you. You call the cops, she's not going to back it up. She's going to back the dude up who she's going to, through the situations with. Sometimes, as crazy as it sounds, you got to mind your fucking business. Sometimes you just got to get away from situations like that. You pray for them. Now, if, if they're a close friend, I think you should step in more. But, like, you a random dude, like, you just trying to do business with these people or you just trying to get some pussy on the side, man, you better just stop. Don't get turned into a pack for, some, for, some, for a chick who really not yours. These six love thrown around the word. They're single now. No, they're not. They're mentally in a relationship. They're mentally hooked. 
They're emotionally caught up. And by the way, sometimes they are even, some of these things are passionate. Like when toxicity and all that fighting and shit that happens, they have great makeup sex. They be loving each other more than they loved each other before. The more bullshit they go through. Not saying all, I'm just saying some. I just want men to be a little bit mindful. We got to watch about these situations. You can't throw your, you, you can't throw your life away for some of these chicks. Actually, for any of them. Can't go to their crib. When, when they talking about, oh, yeah, me and your, your big red flag if a chick says she be with a nigga for like the last four or five years and they've been on and off. You know what that I mean? In reality, she wanted to work with that nigga. Sometimes, yo, sometimes a chick is giving you the pussy just to piss your nigga off. You don't care. You're just getting the, the byproduct of it. You're getting pussy. But a pissed off nigga who's a spineless simp who will jump out the window for anything, he'll kill you, his girl, and himself. You got to watch out for that. I'm telling y'all, man. I'm so sad that Trouble lost his life in this manner. I saw a video of him talking about, you know, just women and how women sometimes, you know, like set up men or, or, or get these situations where men are throwing their lives away over them essentially and this happened to be one of the situations where some simp did the same for another woman, but this time it took Trouble's life. You know, I send my condolences to him, everybody who's in his, you know, friend group, his family, all his fans. We as a hip-hop community, I feel like we're hurting. It's like a long, it's a, it's a lot going on. Somebody said recently the crash outs is just happening at a more normal, like more regular pace. Everybody's down to crash out. People catching the significant others cheating, they're killing each other. So I seen a video, somebody somebody got their car, you know, accidentally hit a fender bender. They're shooting each other. They're crashing out for nothing now. That's why these days I'm so happy, man. Call me square, call me pussy, call me whatever you want. I like to stay out of the way. Now, I ain't say don't be a man, don't protect yourself if you got no other options. But listen, man, people these days are crashing out for any fucking thing. I just like to stay out of the way, man. Okay? Listen, thank y'all for watching another episode of Off The Record Podcast. This has been your boy, Academics. Yo, I got a lot of people in town. We got a lot more conversations. Um, I'm going to try to do one of these. Let's see if we can kind of get one of these done like about every day, every other day. We got a couple episodes to make up. And I know you guys will be right here supporting me as we do it, okay? Um, this is crazy, man. Rest in peace of trouble. And thank y'all for watching and tuning in. It's been DJ Academics. I'm out.